0: What's happening, RSL Nation? It is uh, your boys, uh, Adele and...
1: The Baker.
0: turn na With another Scarf Life podcast. turn na I think we just blew our load on that, didn't we?
1: You can't say that. You literally can't start the podcast like that. Why not? Oh my God.
0: We, we just exhausted the number of seconds. We can use that without that. ever getting that. legally that's, sued.
1: That's uh, we we have tools and technology that have intro music for us. You just don't know how to set it up anymore.
0: But that's all I meant to
1: say. But then, oh, we really should. start you know what? over. We're not going to, but we really should. <laughs> no, we're not going to. I would, I Listen, think man. I'm, I'm gonna pause it. Let me pause it, man. <laughs> no, do not it's pause so it. So bad. Do not
0: pause it, homie. <laughs> oh. We are. We are as organized as the Rail Salt Lake front office and coaching staff. Matter of fact, let's get sued more. This episode of Scarf Life podcast is brought to you and sponsored by rail Salt Lake front office and coaching staff.
1: I mean, I don't think you. I, I,
0: this is you so a just jingle. To be
1: clear. It's not it's definitely not brought to you by anybody. It's brought to you by the
0: two quali- idiots with an Internet connection. Cl- The quality and the organizational style Mm -hmm. is very similar to what's been happening at Rail Salt Lake over the past many months.
1: Oh, man.
0: And especially over the past many few weeks. And then I think the last game was just the crowning achievement. (laughs) (laughs) It crescendoed into just total garbage. It, it, it It is... a 90 minute representation of real salt lake over the past yeah i want to say year
1: <laughs> so 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 they play well they get a good quality podcast they play poorly it sounds like what it sounds like right now i think that's fair right that's fair that's fair if they ever win the mls cup or like the supporter shield or even the us open cup you know we got to get like studio time right you know what man if we win the rocky
0: mountain cup next year they might get studio time from us. How's that? Cuz yeah. apparently that's a thing now. Remember when the Rocky Mountain Cup winage
1: of victory was just an assumed? The winage of the Rocky Mountain Cup, oh man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember when winning the Rocky Mountain Cup was was like a safe safe bet.
0: Like at the end of the season, we're like, "All right, we suck. We still barely made the playoffs, but made the playoffs." We got kicked out in the first or second round, whatever. But on aggregate, we're still better than Colorado. Yeah. That is gone, especially with some of the rule changes we're going to talk about in just a little bit.
1: Yeah, there was a nice... um, It it was nice to know that despite it being all very, very bad, um, at least we were better than Colorado. Like, you know, that was something that you could maybe not hang your hat on, but like a silver lining. I actually remember one time saying I envy Colorado back when they were like a total tire fire, because I'm like, they know they're bad. Like they know they can only get better. Whereas, whereas RSL is kind of this like weird middle of the table. We're going to compete, but we're never actually going to win anything. I take all of that back. I, I don't know (laughs) what I, I do not envy them. This is a terrible feeling. Um, no, man. Like we've danced around it. it. It's, it's very clear that we are definitely not a mid-tier table. We're definitely not streaky. We're definitely not inconsistent. It, it's not that we have good stretches followed by bad stretches. We are a bad soccer team. Like like it, up the it, bottom. It, it is. We have a roster that is fundamentally broken. We lack depth. Um, we've made poor DP signings that are either currently out of the country or not playing, and now they're injured. Um, we, we don't have difference makers. We can't send and s- sign a number nine to save our life. Um, the team lacks anything resembling an identity. Our substitution patterns are broken. We have no plan B when plan A doesn't work out the way we want it to. Like, there are many, many, many things. Like like I'm not trying to be doom and gloom and like I, this you know like I'm I'm trying to be as realistic as I possibly can about the current state of the club. And it's well, weird just... you're forgetting. So that's all the bad stuff. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, that's
0: soccer related. Apparently we throw hella parties though.
1: Sam Johnson's throwing a party. Bring your AKs I mean, and your smarties. I am aware of two
0: people who have thrown a party on book on the book that have attracted more than 100 people. One being Kim Kardashian at a private island for her birthday party. Yeah, don't ask me why I know that.
1: And the other one's Sam Johnson, Sam Johnson, not on a private island in his house, I said, I said, I
0: said 100 plus people at a party. Listen, man, um, did you you ever watch Remember the Titans?
1: Of course, man, I went to Olympus High School. It was like mandatory (laughs) viewing. (laughs) And most of my health class was actually, let's all just watch the Remember the Titans. Titans. Yeah, that, right. that was basically health in 11th grade. There's a famous line
0: in there where the one guy goes to the other guy and says, I don't, obviously, I know very little about the movie. I've watched it multiple times. I don't know the names. But the one guy goes to the other guy and he says, I don't like your attitude. And this is the captain talking. Mm-hmm. He says, I do not like your attitude. Yeah. And the guy's response is, the guy's response is, attitude reflects leadership. Captain. Captain. Yeah. Really lets them know what's up. That's where we are right now. Who the hell can you blame? Like who? I mean, yeah, plenty of people. There, there are a few people who are showing, well, yeah. But there is no leadership. There just isn't. On paper, there's no leadership. Right. If this team makes the playoffs, I almost feel bad for some other team that just missed out.
1: <laughs> right. Like, like That's you, how bad it has gotten. You're looking at Vancouver like, sorry, guys, we, we don't know how this happened either. <laughs> yeah, we should literally, I think if we make the playoffs, whoever
0: finishes just below us, we should, as a group, as, a, as an RSL Nation, like, send
1: a virtual card yeah, yeah. to their top supporters group. Like a $25 gift card to like Outback Steakhouse <laughs> or something. Yes. Yeah. That that's it. Well it just do
0: what everyone else does. Amazon gift card.
1: Right. No. But yeah, you're right. It's it's bad.
0: We we have no we have no business. We have no we want to, we have no business being in the playoffs. Real Salt no, no. Lake this year has no business being in the playoffs.
1: None. Yeah. And and I I I think the so specifically the San Jose game and before that the FC Dallas game. They were indicative of of the larger problem. Like it wasn't like looking at those games that we were just like really, really, really bad. Like it it wasn't one of those games where like the other team was just like you know j- just playing circles around you. It was just like we had guys that like looked like they had like chickens running around the field with their heads cut off. Like mm-hmm. uh, multiple sand- multi- multiple guys like. Um, people way out of position. Like, it just looked like everybody was just like, it, it looked honestly like a, you know, like a 5 aside. like you and a few of your buddies getting together. And it's like a loose formation. And it breaks apart the second somebody gets, like, tired or wants yeah. to be a hero and is convinced that they're the next Cristiano Ronaldo.
0: Well, it's, on, it's on a Sunday afternoon. You just had some bratwurst off the barbecue, right? A couple of beers. And you're like, hey, left is right, right is left. That's kind of what it felt like, didn't it? Yeah. Well, let's get into that San Jose game specifically, because let's face it, that's that's fresh on everyone's minds. Yep. Let's talk about a couple of heroes first. I mean, it's not all doom and gloom. I think sure. we can learn some important lessons from this year. I don't think we're following the blueprint I was suggesting, <laughs> but halfway through the calendar year of just actually learning some lessons. And this is why I might get to a later point of, is it time for Freddie to go? Because I was staying earlier in the season, early in the year, that that should not even be on the table because it's a bizarre year. Sure. But I, was all, I also put forth a blueprint
1: Let's figure out what doesn't work for next year. Right.
0: And get rid of that. You, now you we wanted, got rid of
1: one, but whatever. Sure. You you wanted certain answers to very specific questions like you know who's our number 9 and you know who yeah. who's starting who's our, as, who's our starting who's our goalie. goalie. Yeah, th- yeah, there were specific things looking back at it and this isn't something I say very frequently. Very very reasonable questions to ask. Well, cool. at the time I thought
0: Appreciate that.
1: And then First 2020, alone. just 2020 and all over <laughs> that.
0: So he, here's a couple of points.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, before, uh, just a touch on the negative. My biggest disappointment was uh, the mirror was what? like sh- I don't know. Watching The Simpsons somewhere in the background? The mirror was non-existent. Um, Albert better than i thought like i was talking a lot of crap about albert of late i thought mm-hmm. he did really well not your two million dollar player no right no. still nowhere near that still one of the best players in the field right the best player on the field um again aaron herrera a freaking rock star if there's one positive out of it well no there are a few positives aaron herrera absolute rock star we can win a championship with that guy in the on the right Pablo came on. Oh, my God. That game changed when he came on. Yeah. Breath of fresh air. I mean, oh, my God. That was just awesome. Um, M Silva, way better than I thought he would be. He keeps Ooh, surprising me. No, no, not, not better I than I thought he would be.
1: Okay. Way but better than be- I thought he, better he would be. Than you would be, than you thought he would be. He and was, he was. aren't the same thing. He was, let's be clear.
0: He was more than serviceable, in my opinion. Not as a starter. But I'm I'm talking. About, look, listen. I'm not talking about last game. I'm talking about uh, season to date and looking forward. Oh, okay, I, okay, that's fine. I'm, I'm I'm happy to have the guy back. That I'm yeah. that's I should have prefaced all of this better. Sorry, right? yeah, I thought we were talking I'm, San Jose specifically. No, we yeah we'll get into that as well. Um, huge disappointment by again, um, Demir. But let's face it, he gets some of those. He can have some of those. Disappointed with Corey Baird for a few games now. I was just. I need to just stop praising people because the moment I start doing that, they go to crap. Other than Herrera, again, best player
1: on the field, right? They're, uh, they're clearly Toya, listening to this and and responding accordingly. It's like they okay. might
0: be the six people listening to this. You never know.
1: <laughs> it's our defensive
0: and, line, <laughs> and and then um, to, I was very disappointed by Toya the last couple of games. Toya was has not done well. I always gave him uh, the benefit of the doubt because he was good on defense, even though he was lacking the quality up front. And by lacking the quality up front, I'm specifically talking about his crossing abilities, right? Which does not sound like it should be difficult to practice. You're crossing the damn ball. It's like within a 25 square foot radius from 25 feet away. That should not be that hard. and yeah, anyway, so those, those are some of my big takeaways. We can get into details, um, but I think we're learning, we're learning some lessons for time going forward. Not enough. It's worth, this is a throwaway year if we are not learning more lessons and now it's, there's not enough time right. to learn more lessons. Yeah, now yeah. this is going to be chart, oh charted off or written off as a throwaway year because we did not say from the beginning. All right, it's a crap year. Like who cares? Let's finish the year having, excuse me, having learned five or six or seven lessons. I don't see us going there. Your
1: thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I I think I think I disagreed with your like, you know, that's gonna be the because because a supporter shield is still going to be awarded. an MLS Cup is still going to be awarded um you know uh champions league spots are still going to be handed out prize money is going to be given out like it, it, if you're going to miss the playoffs 2020 is a good year to do it granted you know it it's it's a it's been a weird year to you know to to, to put it mildly but like ultimately it's still a season it's the closest thing to like the normal MLS, you know, March to December thing that we were gonna get. Um, So for me, it was like it seeing the team at the tail end of last year and how they performed, and you know, I I could think you could probably say that they actually played relatively well. It wasn't like, and then combined with the fact that basically every team makes the playoffs. Like in my mind, it was like we're gonna make the playoffs comfortably that was kind of the assumption and like the the minimum um and then you know maybe we'll 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 surprise a few few folks you know in one of the rounds and and bow out in the second one that was kind of my hope that that was like the the what i considered the quote unquote bare minimum for like a decent year um obviously that's all out the window like gone I mean not mathematically, but yes. Sure. Yeah, yeah, we could technically get enough uh points per game. More on that later to to make the playoffs. Um but even if we did, it isn't the type of thing where I'm like, okay, like we, we're streaky enough that we could surprise some folks and like on our best day we can hang with anybody. Like on our best day, I don't think we can hang with many teams, especially in the the that first four. Like I really don't Um, and so now, now the question becomes like, well, okay, what to, to put, you know, to use some of your language, like what, what can we salvage from this? What lessons can like, we have learned, like what, what is there left to gain from these last two games of the season? Um, you know, what, what's, what are we going to do with the time we have left to be better come 2021? Um and that's where this big you know unknown of well who's gonna be running the show comes in as far yeah. as yeah yeah and then as far as specific guys it's well it's good to let's get into the game for just a second because I okay now we are talking
0: about the game. Yeah, let's talk about PPG later because <laughs> we literally behind a team that in the last 12 months had uh this what, what was their first, Big sickness down in Colorado? The plague. They had the plague. That was last year, yeah. And it was the last, within the last 12 months. Well, okay, within the last two seasons, yes. Um, And now they have missed six, seven games because of this virus, and we're still behind them based on PPG. Let's talk about the last game, though. So I think I already kind of, I told you my thoughts. I thought Herrera, really good again, right? Right. Pablo coming in off the bench. I'm. I'm. This is the last time I'm gonna use the phrase, "is making me eat my words," because it's pointless at this point. I've said it so many times. So I'm, that's now that's forgiven. Well, I don't get to forgive myself, but I just did. Not the point. Uh, you notice the difference immediately when he came in off the bench. Uh, I. I have no comments on Damir. Anyways. Uh, you heard the rest of my spiel what, what's your spiel
1: what, what do you think yeah any
0: individual callouts
1: on that yeah game? It, it's you know it's the type of thing where it's literally like just listen to the last episode or the episode before like the guys that are doing well are still doing well and everyone else is still you know not great um aaron Herrera of obviously i I would I might go aaron Herrera for like MVP of the season for us. It's
0: who? Well, I mean, okay. I'm I'm yeah. thinking of the last game specifically, so I'm but like, no, all even, right, not like not not the mirror. The only the only competition is the mirror in my mind,
1: right? Yeah, like there's no one else defensively that I'm like did better than him. Not netum. Like I think netum did fine, but I don't think netum had a great year. Not M Silva. Mm-hmm. Not Glad. Not Corey Baird, Not Everton Louise. You know, not pa- like Pablo did good too, but I wouldn't say he was like to to me it's Aaron Herrero's the only one that I feel like has been more good than than bad. Um so yeah, I think he had a fantastic game again against the earthquakes. I I think the fact that like most of our attack is generated through him these days is kind Mm -hmm. of terrifying. And Um, there's no one to put it away. There's no one to put it away. Yeah.
0: He, he has done it consistently enough this year where it's not a fluke it's not <clears throat> no no remember it was a couple of years ago when we said oh my god Aaron Herrera! one game looks like he could play for real madrid and the next day looks like he couldn't play for the real monarchs right that's that's, yeah. that's kind of what he was like he has had a very consistent solid year year and a half now i want to go back to even you know, the latter stages of last year, most of last year, he was very solid. He made some I remember a few big mistakes early in the season, but that mm-hmm. that happens. Um, he's been probably uh, other than the mere, mm-hmm. the most solid rail Salt Lake player. We, uh, okay, let, I don't want to get carried away. We sometimes forget how solid madam is because we take him for granted.
1: I don't know. I feel like this year wasn't Adam's best.
0: Not at his best, but I mean he hasn't really screwed up much. Sure. He, you know what I mean. Like he plays his position solidly.
1: You know what I have to bring up with Herrera now that, like you know I gotta go here. Go ahead. It's the left versus right. Like yeah, under Petke he was he played out of position. I think Herrera, but is not by a, choice. No, not by choice. Obviously. And yeah, now can...
0: that Toya, now that Toya is in there regularly, can you kind of see why he thought? that's a better choice let's not uh, who do we let go oh my god what's his name i took a picture with him in, in in portland oh how quickly we forget what was our left back that mike didn't like
1: oh um i don't know if he was really ri- um oh my god
0: right hold on it was yeah he was there through last year
1: Played in Orlando. Yes. Yep. Yep. Oh, I'm looking up the man. This is. Right? I'm looking up, I'm looking up their roster right now. <laughs> Anyways, it doesn't matter.
0: Well, it does matter. While you're looking it up, <clears throat> what I was going to say. Acosta, <clears throat> that was the only other. Oh, my God. I like yeah. that guy. I love that guy. I thought he yeah. was like a mirror in skill and, and ability and and age and maturity to. Um, you know Herrera on the opposite side but it's just that Mike didn't like him for some reason well I can think of why can you imagine if he had kept him the way we kept Herrera because they were about equal level of immature at that point and both kind of playing out of position at some point what if they had each grown at the pace that Herrera had grown at at this point with just a little bit of patience beyond the point but now I can kind of see why he had to play him there. Cause I don't think he liked, he didn't like Toya in that position. I personally think Toya does the job perfect, not perfectly fine, sufficiently fine. He's a good enough left back to start in the MLS. Yep. He's serviceable, yes. Um, not every game, He he's like a serviceable one with, you know, with he can be a left back starting 60% of the time, coming in off the bench 30% of the time, not playing 10%, you know what I mean? Just an average player that can stick around for a long time. Plenty quality, I still think he does have some, some room to grow. I mean, think of Herrera a year ago, year and a half ago. I mean, it's a new player, man. It's twice the player. I still don't think he'll get much time at the national team because his competition literally plays at Barcelona, Right. So there's some of that, but geez, man, that dude is yeah, easily. I I wouldn't say hands down, but easily he's my so far MVP of the season.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's fair.
0: Disappointed you from last game. I mean, everyone. (laughs) Um,
1: uh, I thought uh, Putna had a decent game again. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I think none of the goals were on him. Like, it's not his fault that Wontolowski is... Honestly, at this point, you can't even say luck. Like, it, it's... No, it's the, not the, luck. The, the fact that the ball keeps falling literally to his feet on every rebound it is... I, I don't know. He made a deal with the devil somewhere, and it's just like...
0: Well, if he you made a deal with the devil, he would have just had you know, win the lottery, made more money in one day, and call it quits. No, I think he's just really freaking good at what he does.
1: Yeah, yeah, clearly. Um, you know, it, the league's all-time goal scorer. <laughs> so yeah, we, we don't need to sing his praises. Um, yeah, the- that,
0: that's that's the guy we're missing. Uh, I mean, yeah, we're missing a few a different. Pl- t- that's we're missing a few different spots. This is still our number one spot we have to fill.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Douglas Martinez is not our uh, go-to no. striker. It shouldn't be Demir. I, I you know, I, I think every mm-hmm. once in a while Demir can create some like magic out of nothing, but I don't think he mm-hmm. does it consistently enough to.
0: Well, just imagine Demir in there with a proper number nine right, scoring the same number of goals, but also having someone in there that will just finish him. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. um, I don't
0: don't think it's Corey Baird, right? No,
1: definitely not. I I actually think Corey Baird has had a couple, like a, a, I don't know, a pretty long string of bad games now. Um, I think, like, MLS is back and just after MLS is back, I thought he was playing really well. And now he gets the, like, I don't know what's going on with him. I don't know if he's just, like, frustrated or what the deal is. But, like, he's just, like, recklessly angry th- while he's on the field. Like, he's, I don't know, like, I, I enjoy some passion and I enjoy some fight. But with him, it's just, like, it feels, I don't know, it It feels out of place. It, it. It doesn't feel controlled. It's, I don't know, I feel like he's making bad choices because he's getting, like, angry and fired up. And, I don't know, he's just not. He's not collecting, he's not getting shots off, he's not...
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: like he's got all the natural raw talent, but he feels like he's regressed a lot from that rookie of the year performance.
0: He's regressed a lot in the last month and a half, I would say, which shouldn't be regression. He's just maybe it's in a funk. I'm not sure what it is, but let me ask you this question. um, Let's... I'm going to say one more thing about the game and then let's move on. Cause I, I thought of a different mm-hmm. topic real quick before we get to the next one, which is top of the head. If you are keeping five to 10 players off the current roster, who is it for next year? Don't answer yet. Okay. This game for many reasons in my mind is, a, a perfect showing or recap of Real Salt Lake over the past 12 months, maybe even 18 months most definitely six months. A must win, basically. Uh, uh, The definition of a six point game. The team just ahead of you in the playoff race with three games left, and with a win you take them over, with a tie you're on their heels, with a loss you just dropped five points behind these guys, right? Time to roll out your best players, time to roll out everything you got, time to everyone for everyone to give everything they have. Lackluster performance, bad strategy, I would argue not the best of lineups, but I'm not sure what the hell I would improve in that lineup. It, it was a microcosm of Real Salt Lake current state. No leadership, no execution, no play. Even our most reliable player, I would say our most reliable player is the mere crylike, was non-existent. Yeah. I would say over the past, if you put the last two years together, Everton probably the other most reliable player played a terrible game. That is it. We had an opportunity to salvage the season as far as getting a result out of it short term not long term completely failed still an opportunity i will talk about that completely failed that's my that's my last statement on that game
1: yeah yeah. i mean i i think that they didn't like there were stretches where they played well but like the urgency didn't come until very late um I, i think pablo coming on somewhere around the 60 minute mark definitely helped um I also think the official was really inconsistent. I, we didn't lose that game because of the official, let's be clear. But I don't think he
0: helped the situation. It was amateur hour all over the place. Yeah. Uh,
1: and the, the only reason I bring that up is, so Herrera got uh, a yellow in the game, which uh, is, you know now he's hit that yellow card accumulation number. So he's out against um, LA Galaxy. So arguably one of our best players is going to be missing. And and I think at this point, like, I don't want to say I've given up on the playoffs, but I think the playoffs clearly don't matter because there are other more important things that we need to fix as a team. Um, if
0: I may, that yeah. yellow for Herrera was one of the correct calls of that game. That's a yellow. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. And, and I think he had, like, some, he being the official, he had some good, like, there were dudes that deserved yellows. Um, I'm mostly frustrated with the cards that San Jose should have got that they didn't. Um, I, 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 I don't, like th- the
0: mirror getting the yellow for diving.
1: Yeah. yeah
0: that I, should have been a penalty. Uh,
1: I, like I, I get that yellow. I do. It's just, it's, he's never going to give that card again. You know, like, like it's the type of thing where I wish we saw more of it. Cause it was a little soft. Like, it was, it was a bump.
0: a yellow card, though.
1: He's not no, flopping. No, no, no. There was contact. I, I he got agree. pushed. And he went down. Yeah, he he pulled up yeah. the landing gear to show him that there was contact. Um, the correct call there is a no-call play on. Right. Nothing happens. And And just to be clear, if the league wants to give yellows for that, I'm here for it. I think the game needs it. It's just that official for the rest of the year will never mm-hmm. give that card again. That's the part that's frustrating. Like that, you know, there was other simulation that took place on the field that didn't get yellow uh, Mm -hmm. cards. That's where I'm frustrated with it. Um, Yeah, so that game just in general was, you know, to to paraphrase Albert, what needs to be better? Everything. Everything. Everything needs to be better. All right, well, huge
0: opportunity lost. Moving on. Let me ask you one question before we talk about moving on. And this is, this is a non-rehearsed anything. (laughs) Not like we rehearse a damn thing anyways. Give me five names. You just bought the team for $500 million. Mm -hmm. Contracts are non-issues. Well, contracts are all expired. You have team options on everyone. Five names.
1: Right. This is obviously a hypothetical scenario, by the way, our Just mm-hmm. So, like, I don't care about, like, reselling Albert or something, right? Five names. Hold on. Answer that question because that's an important question. Like, so, do I care yeah, about Yeah, no. Forget Albert? money.
0: No, no, no. You f- okay. forget about money. Forget about money. Actually, you not, did not just buy the team. I just bought the team. Right. You're the GM. I'm telling okay. you, don't worry about money. I'm going to sell everyone but five people. Okay. What are the five people you keeping? Go.
1: Ochoa Pablo Ruiz Aaron Herrera Michael Chang and probably Justin Glad. That's five. Is that five? Yeah, that that's a real big focus on youth, I think. Specifically. Yeah, no,
0: I noticed that.
1: Bi- bias towards youth, because because I think there's some there's some good quality there, and I think it it, it there's all enough. Right. All to right, build the Baker, on. Baker, hold on, hold mm-hmm. on, walk, Just to walk, be clear, 5%. hold on. I mean, there's one huge caveat mm-hmm. to all of this. Mm-hmm. The first thing I'm doing is going and getting three really good DPS. One as an attacking midfielder. Nope.
0: No, that's that's a huge caveat. I didn't ask you for that.
1: Right. I mean that's what I'm <laughs> The caveat out.
0: is I'm gonna hold you to some results next year. Not the championship, but like at least playoffs. Oh, do you yeah, think those no, five then, guys help no. you with that?
1: Absolutely not. But I think there's okay. no iteration of RSL's current roster where you have five guys that help you in a championship next year.
0: Well, first of all, I, Ochoa, really? So no, Ochoa, th- Ochoa, in my mind, is one of the biggest missed opportunities this year. We did not find out what he can do.
1: Right, but your question wasn't, th- like, this... who's your starting goalie? Your question was, name five guys you're going to keep.
0: Well, I would figure you would keep five starters. No, I'm keeping five
1: guys that I can, like, because, like, here's the thing. I think if you think that we're just a few movements away from, like, being a competitive team again, I, I think that's delusional. I was competitive.
0: I'm trying to make the playoffs here, man. I'm not trying oh, to win the championship. Like next year? Yeah.
1: Uh, no. No, I, I think...
0: In our, the next two years.
1: Y- yeah, I mean, I, to be clear, you asked me a very specific question. I gave you a very specific mm-hmm. answer. You are now yeah. changing that question a little bit. You,
0: you gave me the wrong answer. Congratulations. I disagree. you are all you, now you, less informed because you gave the answer. You, Let me give you the right answer.
1: No, you're going to give me like here's the thing. I'm not even saying those five guys are the best guys on the team right now well, just clearly asked me five not. guys to keep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm never going to hire you as my GM when I buy the team. So there you go. That was your job interview. Congratulations. You failed. Dude, saga. I,
1: I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want that job <laughs> if you paid me.
0: Aaron Herrera, hands down. Number one. All right. The mere cry like, on the current roster, number two. Pablo close number three. Close meaning he could be second at this point. Maybe not. No, the still. All right. So I what do I have. Aaron? Damir. And I have Pablo. All right. I'm I'm trying to build a championship team. And I told you money is not an object right now. Who do you think I picked number four? Tell me.
1: I don't know. Probably Albert Rushnak.
0: Albert Rushnak, There you go. See, you know the mm-hmm. game. You just, you just haven't played for some reason. No, you just right? changed,
1: You changed it's the easy,
0: question. It's an easy right. choice for me. Albert Rushnak is on that team. Mm-hmm. I can negotiate his deal, yada, yada, yada. And I really <laughs> hope number five is, should be even simpler. I'm trying to make the playoffs have a championship caliber team. Right. Next year, who's my fifth choice? Probably Netum. Oh my God, we're hundred yeah. percent aligned. Yeah, you. So changed why did you give question. me the wrong answer? I didn't give you the why wrong, wrong... answer. Why, did you... why, did, you the... why, why did you give me the wrong? Stop yelling! Stop yelling! Why did you give me the wrong answer when you when you knew the right answer?
1: Because Come A, on, you man. changed the question. Here's the thing, I I will agree that the five guys you gave the the I think, Herrera was probably the same for both of us. Yeah, the only um, the, overlap. Yeah, the, the four guys that you oh, – well, You no, got 20% I Pablo. Correct. I said Pablo too. All
0: right,
1: 40%. You still yeah. failed a test. I've sure. never taken a test that That's lets fair. you pass at 40%. And, and I'm not looking to pass your weird little test. <laughs> I would agree that the three guys you named versus the three – also, you don't have a goalie in there, just FYI. Um, right. The three guys you named versus the three guys I named, I would agree are better players today. Like that – the, the, the three dis- alternative I, guys. Yeah. Your three guys today yeah. are better than the three guys I named. That's a fact. Yeah. I, I wouldn't. And they will be better next year. And they will absolutely be better next year. Yeah. I also think we're not going to do a whole lot better next year than we are this year. I think we'll do a little. Well, not, better. not if we are keeping the players you're suggesting. No, no, no. So yeah, and regard regard. There, there are like, so, cause l- let's talk about contracts. Like, some of these contracts are, are, you know, bloated, like, yeah, they're, they're baked in. Like they are what they are. Like Rushnak is for better or worse coming back next year. Um, mm-hmm. you know, so we, we'll see what he does at the Euros. Sure. And and I, th- I hope he just, you know, blows out of the water at the euros and we sell him for an ungodly amount of money and then go get a $35 million transfer fee. I'm, I'm calling it right now. <laughs> I would, I would love that. Um, no, it, it, it's it's I think and the the reason I gave the answers I gave for the names I gave for your question was that because I genuinely believe that in a very short amount of time, our new front office has been able to break our team in a really not permanent way because nothing is permanent, but in a very, you know, non-reversible next year type of way. Mm-hmm. Um you, you know yeah. I, I I think like if it hypothetically boom next year we go out we get we sign uh Polito from SKC, right? We we literally have what I consider to be probably the best pure number 9 in the league playing for us next year. Mm-hmm. We still have a very like we still have no depth. We still have a subpar, I think, goalie situation if we're gonna be honest. Um I I still Yeah, because think,
0: we didn't test Ochoa.
1: Right. And and let's be clear, Ochoa isn't going to be like ready. Like you know, like you can yeah, watch his you can yeah. watch his monarchs games and recognize the fact that he probably shouldn't be starting MLS games mm-hmm. regularly for a team that's serious about winning silverware. That's not me like dissing on the kid or saying he's not a good goalie or anything like that. But you pitch him one of your five. Right, because I think his ceiling is really high. And I think he's going to be worth he's he's worth the weight in my opinion. And I think RSL Nation has to get really serious about the long game here. I hope I'm wrong. I hope we get, you know, a billionaire owner that's just like, let's go get Messi and just turn this thing around. Well, Messi's been playing like
0: Messy. Garbage. yeah,
1: yeah. Um, late. But yeah, that's the, the reason I gave the answers I gave is because I wanted to indicate that I honestly think it's going to be kind of the long con here. Like we got to. So we I'll gotta tell you what, man. In.
0: I'll tell you what. For next week, mm-hmm. we reverse the question. Five players in the world you could. now yeah, the emphasis is on could realistically bring to Real Salt Lake fair obviously it's going to be subjective who what 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 does it mean you could but i'm sure we can do some research that would complement the five we just picked today each of us how's that
1: well, th- I mean, now I want to change my answers because now we're <laughs> yeah, like, we're getting five guys. It's that's and five you get to keep. That's a all right.
0: All right, man. Like, let's come move on. on. This this was come this on. was supposed to be a short one here. All right, let's talk about what's next on the calendar. PPG, Actually, what's baby. next on the calendar, right? But well, but let's spend just a couple of minutes about the rest of our uh, schedule, at least the upcoming couple of games. Okay, and then we'll talk about PPG because that is.
1: Well, we should <laughs> probably so you know before we get into the other games, Rick. Mm-hmm. There was a bit of news that I think is worth discussing. Okay, let's let's go ahead. Lead so the way. Yesterday, feels like a lifetime ago now, you know, hop on yep. the old Twitter machine before work and some great, you know, like you and I are Utah sports fans, like we follow the Jazz probably the not heights. as closely as Real Salt Lake, but closely oh, yeah. enough that I don't I don't news... follow my
0: mother close as close as Real Salt Lake. <laughs> right. So yeah, there's that.
1: Right. Um So you know, news that's pretty obvious now. Uh, Ryan from Qualtrics, the CEO of Qualtrics, Ryan Smith, uh, has made a purchase of the majority ownership of one Utah Jazz NBA franchise. You know, congratulations to him. Super happy. I think a great move for the Jazz. Um, You know, we're not we're not here to discuss the Jazz, but ultimately, I think he like brings an influx of cash and just, just a new way of doing it. And I think, you know, being a Utah through and through, there's no doubt that the Utah Jazz are sticking around in Utah, um, for a while there, uh, you know, I, I think, I think the league is serious about, uh, getting the Seattle supersonics back in some way. And let's be honest, like, Utah being a small market, like I could, you know, you don't you don't have to imagine too hard. Anyway, the there's only... also
0: two teams in the city of Los Angeles. So sure, yeah. but yeah, it's Why also
1: then? it's also Los Angeles. Anyway, um, the really the only reason we're bringing it up for this RSL podcast is that um, Ryan was one of the you know was one of the names being thrown around as a potential buyer of uh, Utah Soccer Holdings basically Real Salt Lake and all of the other uh, clubs that make up that organization. I think there's a fan shop in there too. And a fan shop. Yes. And an Academy and a few other things anyway. um, So everyone is, you know, well, what does this mean for him buying Real Salt Lake? Is he still going to buy Real Salt Lake? There was a lot more people still really hoping like, Hey, get the jazz too. And for me, the last thing I want this guy to do is by Real Salt or by Real Salt Lake too? The last thing I want this guy to do right now is buy Real Salt Lake. Well, I, I I understand what you're saying, right?
0: Look, uh, but let's just preface everything I'm about to say with the fact that you're also the guy that just picked those five players to to maintain out of the whole group. So I don't take your opinions on these matters too seriously. You're talking about a. Uh, you don't want someone to buy Real Salt Lake who cannot focus their full attention on Real Salt Lake,
1: and, and I would and say no, the loss, not even the loss, last... attention. Because, like, let's be mm-hmm. honest, this guy has, and anybody that can seriously afford to buy a sports franchise has their attention in a lot of very important places. like I I acknowledge that as a fact. Yes. But I do, in my ideal scenario, the owner or owners of Real Salt Lake, the only sports franchise in their portfolio is Real Salt Lake. I I don't want, you know, like, like let's be clear, I love Real Salt Lake, but the attention, if you own both, is going to be on the Jazz. Like, that's obvious.
0: When when you own the team, I want you to sign checks. I want you to hire very, very competent people at the very top who will run your team for you. I don't want you to micromanage your teams. That did not work out well for us last time around, remember? I'm looking for an, an owner of the team that, A, will not even think about moving a franchise out of Utah, which I, I think it's just, it's close to impossible to move the team out of Utah at this point, by the way. I'm talking about RSL, not even the Jazz, right? So initially, just someone that's not even going to consider that. I need a Utah that's going to come in. Secondly, not someone that's going to come in trying to make money on it. And I think most people, who, again, who are in the position that can buy a franchise or a, a, a professional sports team, don't buy it for the income. It's a toy, right? Which leads me to number three. I need you to be passionate about it and have a wallet to back it up. And this is why I think the Utah Jazz just, it just got super lucky. They hit the trifecta, all of those things. You have a local multi billionaire who's basically virtually retired, right? Um, diehard Utah diehard Jazz fan he's not only going to keep the team he is going to enhance the team I mean, he's going to be the next Mark Cuban I want that same thing for RSL I I would have no problem with him doing the same thing with RSL going in and buying them out and doing the same thing and just own all of Utah sports also I think there's an opportunity so to answer that question or to talk to that point for just a second no problem at all with someone owning multiple teams. Because I'm assuming someone who has ran multi-billion dollar companies before knows how to hire a a, a respectable and competent C-suite. That's what we need here. Sure. When we lost, when we lost our C-suite is when everything went yeah, to crap. Like the front office right? is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Right, not even the front office, but the very, very top of the front office, the president and the CEO and right. the director Garth, of, Garth you know, yes. Garth, basically. Yes. I'm talking yes. about
1: Garth. And, um, and here's so, the I so, get that. So, yeah. But ultimately, the you know, and you can budget and, you know, the operations pay for the some of the costs and all that stuff, but ultimately money spent, you know, on a new... Court for the Jazz is money not spent on a transfer fee for a defender. That's ultimately what I'm getting at. Um, and, and, you know, I I am sure that the dude has, not I am sure, I. it's obvious that the guy has enough money to, I think, own both without any problem. It's mostly an attention thing. And that's really the fear. Like, I, I think that there are still enough options out there where, we don't, where we don't necessarily have to compromise.
0: Yeah, I mean the Millers apparently
1: have a bunch of money now. <laughs> there is There is a, you know, I think a theory is the best way to phrase it that now the Millers do have like it's, it's more wishful thinking that the Millers now have the money and the resources to go buy Real Salt Lake and kind of get their focus out of the Jazz. But I don't know if, how much truth there is to that.
0: I just look, man. At the end of the day, <clears throat> the number one by far hands down priority is the team stays here. This, do you realize how much of an American problem this is? Like, this is not even a topic of discussion elsewhere. Teams are not franchises, you don't get to move them like that, right? you don't get to say like oh pick up this team from new york and move them to seattle like it does not work that way it, it no other league works that way so <clears throat> just but most of our listeners probably you know don't have that background well, maybe they do but it's it's a it's a very typical it's just an american problem i do believe that rsl is in a place with its academies and its high schools and you know rsl and and, and the royals and all this stuff where I think that would be extremely hard to move, but I will take a crappy team in Salt Lake over a really good RSL somewhere else. Sure, yeah,
1: yeah. I'll, Any obviously. day,
0: I mean, yeah. so that, that's by far the number one thing. Like not even, there, there's no close second. But second is ownership they can spend, as, as Dunny likes to call it, like monopoly money. You don't buy a professional franchise to be rich, to, to make yourself rich. You buy a professional franchise because you are rich and you're buying it as a toy, ideally as a passion project, right? That, that, that's where it should be. That's, that's how it should work, in my opinion. The Millers would be an incredible uh, set of owners. If Qualtrics wants to buy RSL, sure, whatever. Just pump the money in. You know what I mean? Um, But, man, it's just, we have never been here before. Last time there was a change of hands. It was just unannounced until it was done, right? right. And there was like zero doubt that what was going to happen this is just like uncharted yeah. territory for, for us sure here.
1: for sure and uh you know i for what it's worth i do think that uh by the end of november while it might not be done on paper rsl will have a pretty good idea of who the owner is um do you, you think know. we will yeah yeah i i think it's the type of thing where it you know like you've got lawyers involved and people writing up press releases and you know like just. It's really hard to keep a soccer secret in Utah Valley. Like it is, um, I, I think it's the type of thing that comes out, and you know, you you just find out about it. I mean, for crying out loud, we you know, like the the day the guy went and toured the academy and the you know the facility out in Harriman, we knew about it. So that, that I think. I think once a name or a group of names comes to the forefront, it'll be public mm-hmm. knowledge pretty quickly.
0: And I think as soon as RSL is done with the season, which unfortunately might be soon, mm-hmm. I think that's when all the leaks start happening. So there's some of that.
1: Yeah. Probably. All right,
0: cool. Speaking of the season and playoffs, yep. let's move on.
1: Not looking great. Let's talk about uh, PPG for a second. For those of you not in the know... That's a little It's a little acronym for points per game. PPG PPG. Are you down with PPG? Yeah you know me
0: <laughs>
1: it's, it's, it's a lovely little metric that didn't really used to matter like too much. Like basically it's you know because everyone played the same amount of points or same amount of games games. Uh... Uh, it's really all your points that matter because that's it's basically one and the same. But in a season where not every team will have played the same amount of games, looking at you, Colorado, points per game suddenly becomes the go-to, or at least it does if you're Major League Soccer. Well, it does as of today, but to
0: clarify the math, it is literally points per game. So if you played... 10 games and you have 20 points oh bad math because i cannot do that in my head if you play 10 games and you have 30 points you divide 30 by 10 so you have three points per game so you're just dividing your total number of points by the number of games you have played which again as you mentioned in the past was a non-factor other than for self pacing, because every team played the same number of games,
1: right. So, so the logic goes. Um, yeah, it, it, you know, I, I think as the season was progressing, it became very clear to everyone that Colorado wasn't going to make up their like six missing games. Um, and you got to remember, for each of the games that Colorado missed, there is a team on the other side that also like we will be short a game by the time the season ends. Um, So with all that being said, it's common knowledge at this point that we are no longer in ninth, just below the playoff line, but rather in 10th. So we've, we have managed to slide further down the standings without even playing. Uh, at this point, so the only teams below us are Houston Dynamo and the LA Galaxy, um, one of which we will face in just a few days here, actually. Sunday. Uh, but yeah, so, um, you know, ultimately not great. I, I get why the league did it, but it also infuriates me.
0: It's dumb, it's stupid. It is literally, okay, remember how you just accused me? We're, we're a dumbass little podcast that has, like, six listeners. Stop swearing. And six listeners? What was the swear word? Ass. <laughs> Anyways, and you just accused me of changing the rules of the game on you when about that one question about the what five guys you would keep which I yeah. didn't, I did not change the rules, I'm but it's right, not the point. You changed the well, question, yes. Well, beyond the point, mm-hmm. how, how in the world do you change the rules of the game in the middle of the, not even in the middle of the game. It's like in football terms, the, it's midway through the fourth quarter, but like in the last three minutes of the game in soccer terms, it's literally in the 85th and that you just change the rules. Oh now the goals are gonna be twice as wide. Oh now we're gonna actually get rid of offsides.
1: No more offsides. Oh oh and no fouls. <laughs> you guys I get what you're going for. You've you've made the point clear. Stop making him You don't it, right? how do how the hell do you change the rules? Isn't it easier
0: to just say, All right, dear team, that could not stay that could not stay disciplined enough. Throughout the year, mm-hmm. to not catch COVID like nine times, you're out. Right.
1: Instead, you literally just change the rules. Yeah, I mean, you are so. It also, is the definition
0: of moving the goalposts.
1: R- right, and and like, I I think I'd be more upset if you know, maybe we were like Vancouver or, you know. I, I don't know. I, 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 like, do we want to miss the playoffs on points or do we want to miss the playoffs on points per game is how I view it. <laughs> like, it, you know, it, it doesn't really matter to me all that much if I'm being totally honest. Um, it sets a precedence. It, I'm not it, even talking about it, it from a selfish perspective. Sure. I, I get what you're saying, but, like, it also doesn't. Like, hopefully this is the last year where we have to do this. And then, you know, like, it, it's not going to be a pandemic year Every year, like I, I don't think the league wanted to do this. I think they okay, genuinely, so g- genuinely, next, just ne- didn't next know. Year, next year, June,
0: RSL's uh-huh. plane breaks down
1: yeah. uh,
0: as it's about to take off to whoever the heck it is the number one team in the league next year, sure, which could literally be like Nashville because it's the MLS, right? You right. never know who's yes. going to be the superpower yes. next year. Yes, uh, so now we can't make the flight and like, oh, sorry right uh let's just change the whole thing up to points per game so us and nash will basically get 1.5 each on paper in this case
1: right the i mean the key difference is you don't get 1.5 on paper because you didn't get any points like you don't get a draw for games you haven't played but you also didn't lose and didn't you, get any at you the didn't end of lose the day. And, and more importantly like, your competition but, get didn't get three is, but is points, really the advantage? Yes, but, to be, but your points per game. You have to remember you're also cutting the game number
0: down. Yes, it's
1: a it's a right? numerator and a denominator. But ultimately, yes, in that scenario, you reschedule that game because it's one game. Yes. You now know, imagine like, your like,
0: flight. Like, now imagine your plane breaks down six weeks in a row.
1: Yes. Yes. Then you need to get a new plane. No, I, I get what <laughs> well, you're getting this, at. Yes. yes. It, it, when you turn it into a ratio, you invite gamifying that ratio. Because let's say, you know, like there is nothing that, there is no incentive to play games you think you're going to lose. Like if I'm Colorado and all of a sudden, you know, now that Vela's back with LAFC, guess what? I'm positive for COVID against the LAFC game. Mm-hmm. But now we're facing LA Galaxy, everyone's healthy because it's a ratio it, you know there's there's no penalty for missing games you're going to lose but it, it's also such a like a weird fluky year that that abuse couldn't actually happen because you couldn't fake a fake. I mean I, you know false positives happen all the time but you see you know what I'm getting at like I, I don't think this is going to be the metric that we measure anything ever again except for this really weird instance where Colorado couldn't get healthy that being said, if it was me and it's like, hey, Colorado, you know, like you get the points you get and it just is what it is, I could see that too. But making it points per game, it it, it doesn't feel unfair, but it's also – it's not the ideal. Like I'll, I'll give you that.
0: Have we talked about this just before the world broke apart as an option? as an you know saying something like okay we're going to this we're going into the uh, mls's back thing right the tournament the the missed marketing opportunity of the corona cup and we're going to come out of it we're going to have two three phases of games scheduled and this is how we're gonna determine who makes the playoffs. This is how we're gonna give away silverware. This is how we're gonna, you know, award international playing spots. The championship. I mean, the Champions League, right? Concacaf Champions League. I would understand that. Nothing I just said, nothing that just happened, was far fetched with what had already happened leading up to the to the events of needing a MLS's back tournament. Would you agree with me on that? yes or no I'm, I mean you'd have to be like I'm- to- I'm talking like crazy stuff out there, right is anything I just said like anything that happened since the decision to have the mlss back tournament mm-hmm. is anything like super crazy way out there? It's a international pandemic right. Did they think, did the leadership of the the MLS think that there's no chance, or at least there's not a sufficient enough chance to plan for it, that at some point, some team will catch the virus, thus might need to miss a bunch of games? Rhetorical question because two teams had to miss the tournament as a result of it. The entire Canada region had to play a mini tournament against each other. Right. right? Not, none of this seems unpredictable. predictable Like why did we just hear about PPG is the way to go literally 48, 24, whatever hours ago. That's my only question. I think our loyal listeners mm-hmm. will remember me giving a lot of credit for the way the MLS organized uh, the MLS is back tournament. Right. Yep. Minus the marketing convention and the naming beyond the point. This just, this just, we're back to MLS is going to MLS. I, I just, i took, I just took back all of my compliments of major league soccer, organizing the absolutely correct and perfect way to get back into the league with the tournament offside the bubble, right? The whole nine yards because they completely screwed up step B, C, and D. The execution of the rest of it just sucked. And these things that are happening right now should not be far-fetched. Was I sitting there in June thinking about this? these things? No, <laughs> but it's not my job. There's a dude or dudes or dudettes or whatever, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, whose full-time job is trying to figure this stuff this. out? Right, I get I'll bet that.
1: you anything. I would have thought of it if that was my job. And, and here's the thing. Let's be clear. Maybe they did think of it, and it didn't become public knowledge until yesterday or today. Um, no, it doesn't
0: matter. Like it should have been in the rule book. It should have been a thing that was called out. It should have been said, "All right, we're doing the tournament. Then phase two, three, four. Oh, also." if A, B, and or C happen. I mean, look, I'm in product management, man. You have risks. You have assumptions. You have blockers, right? You have paths the green. You just put that stuff on the paper. It's not yeah. that difficult.
1: I, I, I get what you're getting at. Yes. In a in a perfect world, this isn't the type of thing that it, it should have, somebody should have said, hey, what if a team gets COVID to, a you know, to such a degree that they can't finish out the season, you know, or can't finish out parts of the season. Like what, what, what is our go-to here? It shouldn't have been left this late. Um, I think Colorado's sample size of games is also really, really, really small. And you know, I, I, it, it, the analyst in me recognizes that as an advantage. Like I'm not going to sit here and pretend like it isn't an advantage to them. It is. Um, you know like if, if a two if a team can't travel and make a game due to undue hardship in normal circumstances they would forfeit that game and, and maybe that's look what, what happened in Italy right and and here's the thing. it's also worth noting that when a team forfeits so it's not just that Colorado gets zero points it's there are teams that are getting three points for nothing. And when you're you know if rsl let's let's put, let's put another scenario. RSL is playing great. They're first in the West. Or, no, scratch that. They're fourth. They're playing really good. They're fourth in the West. Things are going great. Uh, the team below them is, uh, is Portland. And Portland had a game against Colorado that got canceled. So Colorado gets zero points. But on the other end, Portland now gets three points. And now Portland will actually be hosting. And Real Salt Lake will have to travel away. Like, that's not necessarily fair either. And, mm-hmm. and maybe it's the type of thing where there isn't a great solution that's fair for everybody because of the complexity of the problem. But, you know, like, it was so one PPG, way of solving it. Yes,
0: I would say PPG would make sense if you exclude the team that led everyone to have to go to PPG.
1: Yeah, there's, yeah look, yeah, I get there's that. a reason yes.
0: there's one team that had to miss six games after the tournament. Because they couldn't stay disciplined enough. All right? You get five yellow cards, you have to miss a game. You get a red card, you might have to miss at least one plus games. Why is there? There's literally zero penalty for them not staying disciplined
1: i'm not blaming yes I, mean, I am, am blaming. Let's, let's acknowledge the fact that you don't know that it's discipline it it is the type of thing where it can just be bad luck like you can't sit here and say i know for a fact it was just because these guys weren't careful you can't you you straight up can't i can't but you, again you, i'm not
0: an analyst you are there are what 24 23 teams in the league right now yes there were plenty of teams that didn't have this problem I would. I mean, not again. Not an analyst, but I would say the majority of teams did not have this problem. Matter of fact, there was only one team that had that problem after the break. Would you? Is there? Am I missing one?
1: Um I to the degree it was Colorado. There were some other positive I, I know of a couple of other games that had to get. Quote unquote. Postpone. But they all play
0: by the same rules. Was any other team forced to miss games?
1: Yes. Who? I I don't know off the top of my head, but yeah, there were like if you go look at the matches. Well, it played. It was
0: Dallas and Nashville, but it was no, a the no. tournament. There, there were other post-tournament. G- other
1: games post tournament that got canceled that weren't just the Colorado games. I can't remember who off the top of my head, but yes, there there it wasn't uh-huh. just Colorado. Well, that's not a data point,
0: so it's an unknown. Is what you're saying here? There needs to be a punishment for it. Like I, I kind of dislike the fact they were like half-assing some stuff, but also trying to move forward with other stuff. It, it's 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 the equivalence of the foul at midfield or the, the deliberate handball at midfield wasn't called. So, but the play goes goes on, and someone scores a goal, but we cannot go back and review the handball in the midfield. Remember. Uh, Portland winning the, the 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 cup a few years ago, when that ball was clearly out of bounds, mm-hmm. and that play putting it back in four passes later was a goal. It's like saying I can't go back and review that play, even though they led to the championship. Like nothing makes sense here. We're we're literally changing the freaking rules at the very end of the game. It, it, it's just stupid. It's silly. It doesn't make any sense. Does it benefit us or not? And like, currently it clearly hurts us. Is this the reason we're not making the playoffs? Hell no. Right. The reason, <laughs> reason we're not making the playoffs because we suck. Right. Ultimately it is um, the points you earn that define how you yeah, do. Yeah. But there yeah. was, it, it, it just doesn't sit right. It, it's stupid. It doesn't make sense. You You do not, you should not be able to change the rules
1: in this case, in like the 86th minute of the game. It just does not work that I, way. I get that. But also, it's not that they're changing the rules. It's that the rules no longer applied. Let, let's be very clear. Like One team? The, 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 no, no, no. They, they applied for more than one team because there were teams that had Colorado on the schedule and there were teams that didn't have Colorado on the schedule. So... Some teams. Yeah, there are also
0: teams that had Atlanta on the schedule, and uh, teams that didn't have Atlanta. I mean, right. This but the, is, difference, this is, the this difference, is the difference, is a larger. It's a larger question around like the whole supporter shield thing. Right? No, 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 no. We no. don't it, even get into that. It, but yeah, it's,
1: it's it ultimately it does go to scheduling. But if you know, okay, MLS Cup, Seattle versus um, uh, Columbus. Uh, who's going to host? Let's say that the Columbus crew has one point more than the Seattle Sounders and they get hosting rights for MLS Cup for no other reason than that they played all 23 games and Seattle, Seattle had their game against Colorado essentially canceled. Like, that's not fair either. You know, a freaking coin flip is more fair than what happened now. I'm just, I, I get it. It's frustrating. It, but I I think to sit here and say this Colorado not no, being able, no 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 I I think to sit here and say Colorado not being able to play their games only impacts Colorado isn't an is that's not an actual representation of what's going I, on I I agree with you on that I'm not I'm not talking about fair and not fair at this
0: point I'm talking about stupid and not stupid <laughs> and this is stupid to be clear this is stupid MLS dear MLS this is Stupid. Also, the Supporters' Shield award this year is stupid. Just stupid. It literally might make more sense to say everyone that makes the playoffs, the format of which is probably to be determined at some point, because guess what? Just because it is that today doesn't mean it will be that next week, right? You could literally just do a, a, a... like a playoff coin flip makes as much sense as giving away a supporter shield right now. As much sense. Not everyone's playing everyone, no one has ever played everyone, but giving away the supporter shield, first of all, the supporters shield group explanation behind why we're not giving it away was the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Right. And well, that's I've probably heard why they had to of undo that decision. And then the undoing of the decision was even dumber than that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The correct is there's only one correct decision. We're not giving it away this year. We'll figure out a different way to give away this Champions League spot.
1: Well, they, so the Champions League spot and the actual silverware not tied to each other. The league was yeah, still going to No, no they're not.
0: Supporters Shield winner gets a Champions League spot. No. The supporters that
1: No, no, no. They didn't. The the league gives a champion, uh uh, CONCACAF Champions League spot to the top-seeded teams in the Eastern and Western Conference. One of those ends up being the Supporters' Shield winner, obviously. Mm -hmm. Independently of that, the uh, supporters' committee, whatever they call themselves, awards silverware to that same team for that same act but they are separate entities. In theory, the league could come up with a new rule for that Champions League spot, and there could still be a supporter shield.
0: Yeah. And so, the, so, the pace they're going at right now, they might come up with a new rule tomorrow.
1: All right? So it could yes. literally
0: be like the team with the reddest jersey gets Champions League spot next year. It,
1: it, it could quite literally be that, which the, might be ourselves only chance at this point.
0: There are serious consequences. Remember, consequences are not always bad, can be positive behind winning the supporter's shield. Correct? Say that one more time. There are serious implications as a result of winning the Champions League. I mean, excuse me, the supporter's shield. I'm leading the question, i mm-hmm. the answer here.
1: Well, there are as it stands today. Right. Mm-hmm. So when they made those decisions
0: that we, we will still give away the Champions League spot. The
1: you mean the trophy?
0: Uh, yeah, no, excuse mm-hmm. me. I keep
1: leading the answer here. If, right. if not, no, no, no. so, so this the will people, be obstruction. Yes. The people so, giving away the trophy have nothing to do with the Champions League spot. So when they right. decided to as take a, as away a, the trophy, as, there was still a Champions
0: League spot. Are we no longer giving away Champions League spot to the supporter shield winner?
1: The per, the, the team with the mm. most points at yes. the end of the season. Yes, we are. That is stupid. Oh, oh, well, to be honest with you, now that we're going to PPG, I have no idea. That's actually a really okay. good question. All, yeah. right, that's, I, okay. this, all of this was pre-PPG. Yeah. Yeah, I don't all know, right. man. It literally could have changed. That's actually really, right, our solution. We'll look into that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just so all I'm saying here is like there's too much confusion, and all of these things we are just talking about right now. I feel like there should have been a dude or a girl or someone or something that should have thought about this. Like A could happen, B could. Like it's it's just war gaming, man. Like every small company does war gaming. If A does this i should do that and you go through seven different scenarios this is not a far-fetched scenario that's happening right now i'm taking back no i'm not taking back i am adding to the evidence folder because my evidence folder was a, a, a series of compliments around the the beautifulness of the major league soccer organization and its execution of the MLS's back tournament in Florida in Orlando earlier this year. I thought it was picture perfect that's how it should be done right right there that was awesome. What they have done with it since complete nightmare complete nightmare. I take it
1: all back We're at a net significant negative from where we were before just the net loss of for the entire league just because of the ppg thing I here's no, the thing. no 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 the, the ppg thing is like the icing on the cake mm.
0: but well i mean ppg thing is also like okay ppg thing also
1: ppg How is many times <laughs> you're gonna say ppg before so, you say so, whatever is is you're going to say so ppg, so PPG. PPG.
0: <laughs> this thing uh, that you call, PPG, PPG, is a symptom, right? Right. It's okay. not. It's not the root cause.
1: Sure. the The root goes way deeper.
0: Well, way, I, way, 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 okay. way deeper. Okay. Hold
1: on. So I think I think Major League Soccer has a problem scheduling. That's a fact. Just under normal, 2019. Okay. So hire the the husband
0: and wife yes. team that literally schedule like was it ten thousand
1: Major League Baseball teams. Uh, games a year yes it needs to be addressed and the league is at a point where it at least outside facing appears to be sophisticated enough that it needs to fix it it's unacceptable by the way they, they
0: still were doing it on paper with pencils until like five to ten years you know ago, there's like so three, you know.
1: three people that understand what you're talking about right now right you get that. It's <laughs> there's really a whole ESPN. There's, there's a documentary about it. All right, go ahead. We're Proceed. like four hours over. Well, we, this was supposed to be a quick podcast, by the way. Yeah. Um, so, so I'll give you that. Huge problem, obviously, scheduling normally. The PPG thing, I think, is them being poor planners and not, as you put it, wargaming this scenario out, or if they did, not communicating it to fans in advance. Um, but ultimately, it's the type of problem that I'm—I I, think—is safe to say we don't necessarily have to have like a go-to plan for. Mm, no, we don't. Th- th- it will be very rare that we will have a regular, normal season where not every team plays the same amount of games. We don't have to have a standing year-over-year
0: game plan for. But when the whole league went on break for months, I don't know, maybe someone should have been like, oh, let's pull up Excel. <laughs> All right, so this team, this team, you know, options, capabilities, there are free applications out there that will let you do these scenarios. I mean, it's literally that simple. Right, I get it, I get, this I get is, it,
1: it could have been done. Yes. And if no, but it's not difficult. Right, <laughs> That's but I'm trying say like you it's can't not... create more time. It, so so look at when Nashville and FC Dallas had to mm-hmm. make up the games. There was enough they time. Out pre- no, was... no, no, but it wasn't. It wasn't that they figured it out. There was literally just enough time left to do it. There isn't enough. Short of moving the playoffs into the dead of winter, like. Or, or realistically into early next year short of doing that, there aren't enough weekends to make up the games In, even if you play like once every two days at this point you couldn't make it up. you literally couldn't. So so, so there, no I, there, I there isn't a solution
0: there are better and worse solutions and if this is the best solution, I would like. I would okay, what's what's your solution? What's your solution? Eliminate Colorado. Okay. Eliminate.
1: Okay, what do the, you do? What do you do? Shield. Oh, no, no, supporter shield is that's a different thing. Don't talk about supporter shield. We're talking about yeah. just the Colorado. The, teams the multiple, that- multiple impact thing. but The yes. teams that were supposed to play Colorado, what happens there? Uh, zero so, zero. N- it's no, zero no. points for each team. Right, but I, I didn't get to play that game, so right. so I uh, the now Portland is benefiting from the fact that they didn't have Colorado on the schedule, uh, and Seattle is hurting because they did. But there are more teams hurting because they didn't because uh, they mm-hmm. didn't play
0: them, and Colorado got one point five points at them. They didn't get one point five. They didn't, just they, nobody they, they, got in, points. on aggregate overall. They did on the PMG. right, but
1: but do you see how your solution is? can just as easily fall apart under scrutiny like like I don't think it's you have the silver bullet it, I disagree an, I disagree if if Oh there's I'm, no
0: silver bullet I'm not saying there's a silver bullet I'm, this is why you do wargaming right then you have like nine different solutions and I think my solution is at least two three spots above
1: their solution I I I don't know I don't know that it is if if I'm okay, one so of let's if go, I'm let's one go. of the I if I'm love... one of the top 4 teams in in the west right now and I'm going. Hey, I had a game against Colorado, and I'm pretty confident I could have beat them, and that would have assured me a better seeding. I want that opportunity for that makeup game. I I don't okay. think your solution is better. I'm sorry. A, pl- a make
0: a series of makeup games when makes more sense when?
1: than this when. F- well, when? wait a minute. Six games. You're literally talking about finding an additional six games in conservatively. And this is stretching it a, a week yep. and a half period. Makes more sense than this. How, how you, you literally, you would literally have to have a game. You're, every chi- single you're, day. Chi- you, you,
0: you're impacting one team versus
1: 20 something. No, because you're ignoring the impact to the other team. No, no, you're, not you're not just, making you're, it up, but you're, you're not, not, you're not locking, making up that ex- game. Ex-
0: ec- I would, I would extend the playoffs beginnings by a week and a half
1: two weeks make up all the games in between that i and and here's the thing maybe that's the way to do it because that's the the also the one thing that i could be is you make up the games by pushing everything out so here's another way to do it italy just did this so there's a precedence here
0: napoli was supposed to travel to turin to play juventus two weeks ago all right Napoli was not cleared by their local government to leave. They were on the plane, but I'm, there was like a player or something that had not tested negative recently
1: enough. And guess what happened? Yes, they forfeited. Turin got the three points. Yes, here's the difference. That is that's a one, better that's... solution, but you no, know, you know, because the, it's you know, smaller.
0: Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The size of impact matters here. But you know what's the only way you enforce that solution? Is if you state the consequences early. And you say, if every team has to meet X, Y, and Z and requirements around the virus, if your team does not meet X, Y, and Z around the virus, Mm -hmm. here are the consequences. Right. But in in the case of Turin and Napoli, sure. it was Napoli forfeited the game, which was right. 3-0 to Juventus.
1: Yes, all right. Here, here's the. the Why the, the, did we not have that in place? Be, because our, our league, being the league that it is, didn't think of that. That's that's just straight up. Does a fact. not
0: seem that far stretched.
1: I get that, but it, and here's the thing: they had two they teams. Probably, they probably they were a sick as yes. we started. Yes, they should have started planning for that as it was happening. Absolutely, and announcing decisions being made as they were being made. The key difference is in Major League or uh, in the Italian League, every team will have that opportunity against Napoli. Every single team, every team will uh, be hosting them or traveling to them. It, every team on paper gets the same chance uh, for that scenario. They do. It's not going to no, happen because yeah, they'll they'll, yeah, they'll test mm-hmm. out. Major League Soccer de- didn't have that. Not mm-hmm. every team has that same opportunity against Colorado. Fact. Every so, team so, that's on the rest of their schedule does. Right, but not every team is on the rest of their schedule. So now we're asking much larger questions. Well, we're yeah, la- we're now now scheduling it's, now it's the questions. planning thing, the scheduling right. thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Here's here's the thing. I I short of playing those games and moving back the, you know. MLS Cup into, like, January the 4th, (laughs) Um, you know, new uh, coldest game records being just broken every weekend. I don't think there's a solution that everyone's going – it's the type of thing – Oh, very,
0: very, 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 very easy solution, man. No. Every team, every Mm -hmm. game Colorado had to miss as a forfeit – Right. Thus a
1: three zero win for their opponents. Right. And Done deal. Thing, and if you're one of the teams that didn't just suddenly get three points. Doesn't matter. You're pissed. So I'm not gonna yeah. sit here and say that your solution like I, I keep going back Forfeits to the Forfeits happen all the time. That's not an unusual thing. Right, but I keep going back to you keep saying like you figured it out and you solved it. Like you clearly yeah. haven't.
0: Yes, you, I have. You, I just No did. no no.
1: You have you literally every
0: haven't. game you miss is a three zero forfeit.
1: Done. Done. Anyway. Literally we've, we've, we've talked about this to death. I. I yeah, and you're I, wrong. No, it's it's not wrong or there's no solution where everyone is happy. There's I just no, gave you a solution No, because if Every, you're one of if you're one of the teams if, that isn't if playing, RSL
0: Colorado. if our, uh, forget Corona for a second. RSL mm-hmm. is playing LA uh, Galaxy next Sunday. Yep. And LA Galaxy I mean Sar Lake does not show up to LA mm-hmm. on Sunday at whatever yes. it is, three whatever. Mm-hmm. Guess what happens? Forget corona. No, guess what happens? It, it depends
1: on the reason. It we've and we've no, seen yes. Yes. Guess what I mean, i mean, okay, unless there's something tragic weather, happening. Weather, lightning, all all kinds of reasons. Maybe, but they get. usually
0: don't fly in the night before. Y-
1: yes, they're they're usually I mean not the yes. day off, they fly the thing, in the night here's before. Thing, here's what it really boils down to. There usually isn't a pandemic that's impacting. Literally everything we're doing there it is. That's that's where it boils down to. But there so, is. So we what have I'm to, saying. What we I'm have saying to react is react accordingly. Yes, and let's. So what
0: always happens in when, when there's times of unease and newness and all sorts of weirdness, people hold on um, to what they are familiar with. And I'm just – I'm familiar with if a team doesn't show up to a game for whatever reason, they lose the game, it's a forfeit of 3-0. That's it. This would have been, in my opinion and mind, a better solution than what they just did. I digress, though. And we're not going to get into the next thing. Let's wrap this baby up. Let's do predictions, man. LA Galaxy Sunday.
1: Well, M- I MLS, mean, gonna MLS. This, this we is going to MLS. We win This is this is,
0: literally, this is literally like the, the – titanic going up against the uh
1: hindenburg hindenburg (laughs) yeah that's what it is who who do you think wins that um which which one are we oh i don't know does it matter here's here's the thing um
0: i guess no one survived on the hindenburg
1: no some people did really yeah yeah some people jumped off and, and managed to run away from the fire. It's crazy. Anyway, this is such a weird freak. We should not be posting this thing, but we're going to because <laughs> we recorded it. Um, the only thing that makes me nervous, is you mentioned this earlier in the podcast, but LA Galaxy fired their coach. Yeah. So teams tend to perform a little better with that new interim coach bump. Like everyone just suddenly starts yeah. playing a little better. Um, so – Pre them firing, I actually would have said we win, but with the firing, I think another draw. Is the draw any better than a loss? No, it's not. But yeah, it's not. Yeah, I well, I mean, it is points per game now, so I, I don't know. We got to do the math. <laughs> <laughs> where's where, where's my calculator? Um, no, it, it's it's <clears throat> honestly, I here's what I, here's my ideal scenario for the game. It's match day, hour before kickoff. You know, we, we pull up the lineup, and it's like Ochoa in goal. I think we're gonna, probably going to see Alvin Jones as one of the outside backs. You know, um, Douglas is, is the striker. We've got, you know, Beisler. And just, just play the kids. Just get weird with it. Like, you know, literally the only thing I, I really, really, really want is Kyle Beckerman to be on the field. Um, we're at a position where if he plays the remaining two games, he'll have 500 games played, which I think is awesome. He's earned that. He was kind of pulling up a little bit uh, towards the end of the last game, so he might be kind of nursing a bruise. But like if you gotta you know wiggle the guy out in a wheelchair in like the 89th minute, I'm cool with that at this point. So Kyle Beckham is by far my not by far, but my
0: favorite R seller of all time. That goes above Nick, and I love Nick, right? And all the others. Like, Kyle is what I'd like to think is the epitome of RSL. I don't give two craps about 500 games for him. I mean, not even a single crap. I just don't care. I don't think he cares. I don't think he should care. Like, who actually cares? Here's, here's what I want from the game. I want to walk out of that game this weekend and going into the very last game of the season against Kansas City at home with a chance to make the playoffs. That is it. And I have a feeling that the only way we do that is this, is with three points in LA. Nothing else. I don't see how else we do it. I mean, mathematically, there are options, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't think we're like... So, as a result, I think we're going to beat LA Galaxy in LA with a score of, like, some stupid 4-1 us. Um, Just because they're so bad, and I think in their case, I don't think it was a matter of coaching. It was a matter of much larger implications, including players. So, I don't think they bump it up. And our players know they have to step up to be, you know, to paraphrase uh, Albert. From last weekend. No, from Wednesday. Jeez, I forgot how not that long ago that was. We have to improve everything. Our guys have a chance at the playoffs. Theirs don't. I think we we beat them pretty handily. All I want is a chance into the last game day at home against Kansas City to make the playoffs, which on paper in a regular year would be the wildest game of the year. Can you imagine that? It would be a gem. So I think we win. And I think we win handily. And I think we win what did I say? Three one? Four one? I think we beat them pretty handily. Is what I'm saying.
1: I'm gonna say just a good old fashioned nail, nail.
0: You're boring. Dude All right man, let's wrap this baby up, man. We we have we have talked about this is like, you know, the Seinfeld episodes of mm. like a show about nothing.
1: Yeah, this one was definitely all over the place. Yeah. But it was awesome. You get what you pay for. Um, I think you think you sound better than you really do. So we'll leave it at that. Arsenal Nation, it's your boys Adele and the Baker. We hope you enjoyed this podcast as much as we enjoyed uh, recording it. And we'll catch you uh, sometime next week.